Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way, their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no worries, it's how life goes, baby. In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Hey, hey, folks. Welcome in a Mississippi Minute. It is time. I am Steve Azar. Grateful for you all tuning in here on Super Talk Mississippi. Means the world. Reminding you that my pals, my good friends at Superior Catfish, is homegrown catfish right here produced in Mississippi. Where else? Go to superiorcatfish.com. Also, visit Mississippi.org. It was what we're truly celebrating today, uh, connecting all sorts of dots with the music world and the rest of the world via Mississippi. To recap, from a Mississippi music and arts enthusiast, my guest today understands the need of celebrating so much of who and what we are. It's that imperative to him. He tells the stories that prove why Mississippi music has influenced the entire world more than any other place, period. Once again, I want to delve and dive in headfirst. This is the way I go with him to his fantastic storytelling and share them with you, our listeners. He's contributed his time to so many wonderful organizations, Mississippi Tourism Association, Executive Board President, Mississippi Blues Foundation Board Member, E.E. Bass, Foundation Executive Board, Greenville Arts Council Executive Board, Bridging the Blues. The list goes on and on. He even produced the International Blues Challenge and Blues Awards, and it says a whole lot about the man, but he has been sharing his stories and somehow through his twisted mind that is twisted so lovely has <laughs> connected more dots musically with the rest of the world and brought them right back here to Mississippi. So without further ado, let's get to it with my pal, Wesley Smith. Good Hello, morning. Wesley, you uh, left us last time with a little hotel, California. So uh, it just made me think as I looked at my 12 string. <laughs> oh, there you go. Hit it. Are you playing? That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> That's an old Yamaha 12-string back in my childhood days. Wow. Sounds like it. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, so we talked last time. Yes, you know, the last episode was about, well, man, let me get to it, was Otis, Larry, Eagles, and Silver Bullets. Obviously, um, Otis, I kept thinking maybe when I saw the title that you were talking to Otis Redding, and you were not. But right. when I saw Eagles and Silver Bullets, I knew what you were talking about. Obviously, the Eagles and Bob Seger and Silver Bullet Band, but you threw a little curveball at me. Now we're going to talk about Lomax. Okay, and I'm going to start because I love starting reading your writing, which starts mm-hmm. with, there are so many amazing 
foundational musicians that were born in the Mississippi Delta. It defies the imagination. I love that. I got chills when you say that. If I drew a 90-mile radius on a map from Greenville, where I'm writing this, and only included the part of the circle east of the Mississippi River, it would incorporate the birthplace and or musical beginnings of 13 Rock and Roll Hall of Famers. 13. The most recent inductee this year... In fact, it's Charlie Patton, who is buried in Holly Ridge between Leland and Indianola. Okay, while those music uh, titans born in the Delta are often noted, there is a man who died in the Delta along with his son. Did I say that right? Yep. And who has had a great impact on American music by preserving it for future generations. His name is Lomax. Lomax. Here we go. John Lomax was born in Goodman, Mississippi in 1867. So think about it. We're just just a couple of years after the end of the American Civil War. And Lomax, John Lomax, uh, and I'm going to use first names because we're talking about two men named Lomax. But Mm -hmm. John Lomax moves with his family in 1869 to to Texas. Now think about this. 1869, they, they put all their belongings in an ox cart and rode to Texas. And his dad went into business uh raising horses and cattle and and cotton along the Bosque River. So John becomes exposed to what we would think of as cowboy songs. In that time and place, they're raising cattle. They're out in kind of the wilds of Texas, and you have these cowboy singers, you know, playing guitar. And he ends up becoming friends uh, with a guy that worked on his dad's farm, a man named Nat Blythe. And Nat had been, uh, was a former slave, and a great musician, and he started teaching John playing folk songs for him, what we would think of as as folk songs. And John would credit Nat with igniting his love for music. And as a child, he would hear these folk songs, and he did something really unusual. We wouldn't think of it as unusual now, but it was at the time. He wrote the songs down. So Hmm. as you can imagine, these old days, we again, we talk about mass media or how people get things um, there's we're at a time when there's not a huge publishing industry that that folk traditions are passed down by mouth. Stories are passed down from generation to generation by the telling of the stories, not by the writing them down. So John's one of the first people that starts writing these songs down. When he was 21, he left his father's farm. He sold a pony to help pay for his education. And he eventually became a teacher. And then for a number of years, he would he would continue with school, both as a teacher and as a student. And he finally ended up at the University of Texas at at Austin. And he worked there uh, as a registrar for six years. And then they he have went a school. To... There's a school in Austin, <laughs> Texas called University of Texas. They're coming into the SEC, man. Yeah, you, you well, whatever, them. whatever. All <laughs> I got to say is I'm sorry. I, I do want to break for a second and tell you this. This is why I'm going to I'm gonna send in this quote to a lot of my Texas songwriter artist buddies, from Pat mm-hmm. Green to Radney Foster to Walt Wilkins, all my friends there. I got a lot of them, right? And I'm going to send them that probably you guys got your start from John Lomax from Goodman, Mississippi, who moved to go. Texas in 1869, and that's why you guys have music, and that's why you guys have football. Okay, I feel good now. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Tell Pat Green to write a song about Lomax and connect the two states and come on and perform it with you. Yeah, oh, he'll do it. All right, go ahead. Keep going. I just wanted to celebrate Mississippi even further. That's why we rock. But go ahead. So so he's at he's at the University of Texas for six years, and then he goes over to Texas A&M. He's, he's teaching over there. 
Then he goes back to school. He ends up going to Harvard as a graduate student. And the and the whole time, Steve, he's collecting songs. He's mm-hmm. meeting people, hearing songs, writing their songs down. And in 1910, he published his first book, which was called Cowboy Songs and Other Frontier Ballads. And this was the first time a number of famous songs made it into print, including Home on the Range. Wow. Oh, come on. Every kid learned. Yeah. No. Yeah. You serious? Um, yeah. He, he wrote yeah. Home on the Range? He collected it. He put it in print. It had already been a folk song. People oh, knew oh, it I got you. It had never been in print. Okay. So when <laughs> but, you say but, but songs, he there wasn't music to these songs. He was just putting words. No, people would play them, you know, play the guitar. They had, okay. They but had it wasn't Lomax? Uh, Lomax didn't, didn't perform it. He recorded it. He wrote the music down. You probably had people that did not, could not read or write music, but they could play guitar, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of our friends are. A lot of us don't read or write. And it would read That's music right. as in per se note music notes, right? And so he took it and transcribed it so that it could be shared. So I think gotcha. of, because the music's regional, we don't have this. This is how it became collected, so that we all have it. Crazy popular. educated man, huh? Oh yes, oh yes, wow, Br- brilliant guy. So by 1933, he ends up a stat. He so he printed that first book, right? And and he's just hooked by these songs. 1933, he establishes a relationship with the Library of Congress, and he ends up getting a a bunch of grants from the Rockefeller Foundation, uh, Carnegie, um, and some others. And and he used this money. He went on the road with his then-teenaged son, Alan Lomax. So this is where Alan comes in. And they had a state-of-the-art at the time. 300 pound, I'll make air quotes for you, 300 pound portable <laughs> phonograph recorder. It's this giant recording machine and it went huh. in the trunk of their Ford, filled up the whole <laughs> trunk, you know. So this was the beginning of what would go on for many, many years. John and his son, Alan, um, they would spend this time on the road, both together and apart. Often they would just camp out in out of the way places, help them conserve money. And they're going to the people, right? They're searching for great songs and great musicians. Is this like Muddy Waters when he's out there and you see the show, uh, right? Cadillac yeah. Records, where he Muddy's out there and and they're they're coming in and they open their trunk and they is this sort that's of Alan, the premise? That's Alan Lomax. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So so we're, so we're gonna get up to Muddy, but so they're searching for all these great songs and, and great musicians and find it they did especially in the the south and the and the southwest but they'd go from town to town just asking the people who their popular local musicians were and then they mm. would track them down so they would go to street corners private homes they went to logging camps they went to levee camps as they were working on the levees along the mississippi river and they would go into prisons and they would document and record the songs of the people and tracing the music uh, as best they could back to its roots. So in other words, if, when he heard somebody say, for instance, Home on the Range, because we brought that up, they would say, where did he, where did you hear that? It might be a 50-year-old man playing it. Where did you first hear it? Who oh, was playing I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Uh, trying to figure out where some of All these songs actually came from. All right, speaking of Home on the Range, let's take a home break real quick and talk about homegrown catfish, all right? You like that? You like that <laughs> nice segue great. in? Yeah. Pretty smooth, right? My folks, my my dear friends at Superior Catfish, my folks and friends, U.S. farm-raised catfish, it's homegrown flavor, like I said. Remember there's catfish, and then there's Superior Catfish. Visit us online at superiorcatfish.com. I am with my man, Wesley Smith. Don't go nowhere. Mississippi.
from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 93. Tonight, clear skies, low around 65. Your Saturday, sunny conditions, high near 94. Saturday evening, mostly clear, low around 66. And a look for your Sunday, sunny conditions, high near 94. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Extra Table is hosting its third annual Bourbon Festival on October 19th at the Reed House at Live Oaks in Jackson. You'll be wowed with the opportunity to enjoy 125 different bourbons, bourbon-themed hors d'oeuvres, a cigar bar, and live music. Hurry, tickets are almost sold out. For general admission tickets or for VIP tickets, including a High West Distillery private bourbon tasting, go to supertalk.fm slash extra table. This event benefits Extra Table, helping end hunger in our state. If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, lurk the leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit LoseTheLeak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. Hunting season is here, so let Steve Owen and the friendly staff get that truck or trailer along with that Ed Shed ready for your hunting camp so you can haul that big game back into town. We still have that full line of cars, trucks, and SUVs along with trailers on site or available for order. And don't forget those Ed Sheds for your backyard or hunting camps. Come see us at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon or online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. I noticed Mom hasn't been herself lately. She's been forgetful and not remembering to take her medicine. After visiting the orchard, I knew it was perfect. The orchard is Mississippi's premier continuing care retirement community, licensed in Alzheimer's and dementia care for men and women. I know she's in good hands. It's safe, convenient, and most importantly, it feels like home. For that extra peace of mind, call the orchard today for a tour. 601-856-2205 or go to orchardretirement.com. Mississippi News doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state. From stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi News. All the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Mississippi loves high school football. And now you can stream tons of high school football games from across the Magnolia State each Friday night just by going to supertalk.fm slash high school. That's supertalk.fm slash high school. And of course, on Friday nights during the season, there's always a game on your local Supertalk radio station. The season's on the line. When it comes to high school football in Mississippi, nobody does it like we do. We are Supertalk Mississippi. 
In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I got me a brand new car. With Wesley Smith, dear pal of mine. Blessed to have him in my life and our family's life. Uh, loves his passion for music is uh, it's about unparalleled in the Delta as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I think it bleeds out of me. Uh, it, it there's another form. If there's another way to, uh, I don't know. It's it's a different deal. It's a different DNA. It's a, it's impressive, and he inspires me. So what also inspires me is my friends at Superior Catfish. It is U.S. farm raised catfish, United States baby, but it's made and produced right here in Mississippi. Visit us at SuperiorCatfish.com. Thinking about visit Mississippi as I always do. Uh, I love it. I love everything that it stands for. And I'm talking to my buddy Wesley Smith. Like I said, we are talking Lomax, the father. The Son, and we're not going into the Holy Ghost, but here we go. All right, probably will be a Holy Ghost in a minute. That's right. So, so John and Alan are are traveling all over the South and the Southwest, and the, and they're collecting these songs, and and a couple, a lot of notable things happen, but but some big ones. They they go to the Louisiana State Penitentiary at Angola, which we all know if you live in the South, just Angola for shorthand, like like we say parchment. And at Angola, they met and recorded Huddy Ledbetter. Or as he was better known, Lead yeah. Belly. Yeah. So many, many folks. It's hard to, it's because they sort of brought, I mean, it was Lead Belly's talent. They were able to expose him to a much bigger audience. And he's one of the most important figures in, in American music. But many folk standards from across the region became known through the Lomax recordings of Lead Belly performances, including. What years are we talking now, Wesley? Can you give me a. Yeah, this is probably late. I can't remember exactly when they first go to Angola. This is late 30s, maybe, okay. maybe early, right. maybe 40. Um, but they recorded Lead Belly's performances of, of Bull Weevil, um, uh, mm-hmm. which is a classic folk song, Midnight Special. Let the Midnight Special. I mean, how did that get uh, created that long, 100 years ago almost? Come on. Because this all this music came from the people. Then it becomes a hit, you know, years later for, for a number of people. I mean, I'm um, j- i got to back up for a second. I'm sitting here as a songwriter going, like, what would make them think of that? What was going on? I mean, was it like me with Catfish Christmas? You know, we had a party, and then next thing you know, there's a song. Or I mean, yeah. what is what was going on at the Midnight Special to make them – what was the inspiration behind that? Curious. Well, the mid, I, I'll tell you who can tell this story better than I can is our buddy, Hank Burdine. Hank, we hope you're doing better today. Yes, under the praying water. for you, Hank. Some some people say uh, it was referring to Angola. Some people say Parchman. Hank tells it as, as, as Parchman, but the song's about a train that would come from a city into the state penitentiary, penitentiary and bring family and girlfriends. Wow. And the train was the midnight special. Let it shine. It's ever loving light on me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Here comes Miss Rosie, you know. Wow. That's cool. So, okay, go ahead. So those two, we did Cotton Cotton Fields. Of course, CCR did that. And, and Goodnight Irene, which is one of my favorite folk songs. Mm-hmm. But these so- songs would go on to be hits for bands like Creedence Clearwater Revival, The Beach Boys, Brooke Benton, The Weavers, Charlie Pride. Lots of folks. And and mm. more importantly, because Lead Belly performed them and the Lomaxes, you know, cared enough and were consumed enough to do the work to get the grants, to get the recording equipment to go on the road. These songs were preserved for, for our history, for posterity. 
and they were and they recorded thousands of these. Hey, so, they were recording them for what though? The United States. What was uh, it was for called? the Library the, of Congress. Library of Congress. So they got the yes. grant, and and then they were going to put them in the Library of Congress. Yes. So. Okay. And remember too, like our 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 culture is a is a it's a lot more homogenous. You you have Irish people who live in a neighborhood in New York, and you have Cajuns in a certain part, and all this music is not really because there's not mass media where we're all singing, hearing the same thing. They're not. They're they're more true to their original form, and that's mm-hmm. what they were were recording. You know, everything now is wonderful, but it's all those influences mixed together, which is one of the beauties of our country. Right, is the melting pot and influencing one another. Oh but yeah, they were capturing it more more in its original form. Yeah, before so, it got, but yeah, before it got influenced and t- and tainted in a good way. Cross pollinated. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. So, so Alan Lomax, I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip up to to okay. 41. Alec Alan is on the road now. He's he's John's not with him, and he is traveling with Fisk University uh, music professor John Work. And this is 41. They arrive at Stovall Plantation. This is yep. what you referred to earlier, outside of Clarksdale, um, and with a friend Howard there. I guess it would have been Howard's grandfather at the time. In fact, Howard's grandfather at the time was over. Uh, run at this time was running an air base in um, in England. Yeah, because uh, that's right. He flew during World War Two. He'd been he'd yeah. been an ace pilot in World War One and mm-hmm. uh, was running air base in World War Two. So anyway, um, they ask around and people tell him you need to go you need to go find Muddy Waters and record him. I've read some things that say they were actually looking for for Robert Johnson, who'd been dead a few years, and discovered Muddy, but I'm not sure of that. But so they ride out on Stovall. And they record Muddy, and Muddy hears the recording played back um, for the first time ever. Hmm. Muddy Waters heard what he sounded like. He'd never heard himself on record. These guys yeah. show up in his front yard along the Sunflower River and, and record him play it back. Well, that yeah, moment, yeah, yeah, that line in the movie of Cadillac Records is so great. Like, it lets me know that I, I'm seeing myself for the first time is what he says. Yes, that's exactly Here, yeah, right. Yeah, knowing myself or hearing myself for the first time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that movie, by the way, was produced by a man whose uh, great great grandfather was a mayor of Greenville. <laughs> well, go figure. Yeah. So, so, uh, uh, so he hears it, and that helps galvanize uh, um, Muddy to make the decision to leave the South and go to Chicago. Mm-hmm, we all that, know what yeah. what that bird he heard. Yes, records and all that. Movie. Right. That's yeah. right. So in 1959, again, I'm just kind of picking and choosing things. Sure, sure. 59, Alan Lomax went to the Mississippi State Penitentiary, or Parchman, uh, to record. And there he found an inmate named James Carter. Um, Carter was the son of a sharecropper, and he had served time on four separate occasions for theft and gun charges. And Lomax asked Carter if he would perform an old folk song called Poe Lazarus. Um, at, at that point, it was uh, it, it was kind of uh, it was an already old what they would call a work gang song. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you're on a chain gang, yeah, you're chain, a right? Gang, and it was Poe Lazarus, and it was a call and a response, so everybody could stay in rhythm. And Carter agreed to do it, and he, with a chorus of fellow inmates to back him up, along with the sounds of axes biting into wood, you know, to help keep time as they're working on the thing. Lomax got this powerful recording. Uh, of that song and a, and a, and a time obviously that we're all thankful is behind us. But so years later, music producer T-Bone Burnett 
is working on the soundtrack for the 2000 Coen Brothers movie, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Which Our boy Dan Tominsky. Love it. There you go. There you go. It's another All right, wait a minute. Time out. we got to take a time out real quick, especially thinking about our boy Dan Tominsky, who comes there, Delta Soul, every year. Incredible. Okay. One more Grammys than we even need to discuss. And uh, he's been on the show a couple of times. Wonderful man. My pal Wesley Smith and I are digging through the story of Lomax. Incredible. Incredible. And another incredible thing that I'm staring at right now is a plate of catfish on my screen. And you guess where it comes from? It's U.S. farm-raised catfish. It's homegrown right here in Mississippi. It's superior catfish. Remember, there's catfish and there's superior catfish. Visit us online at superiorcatfish.com. Thinking about visit Mississippi as I always do with my pal Wesley Smith. Don't go. I don't have to be me till Monday. I don't have to be. I don't have to be me till Monday. I don't have to be me till Monday. I'm still trying to find. Hey, hey. Folks, Steve Azar here, and like my song says, I'm still trying to find my way around. So wherever life takes you, Guarantee Bank is here to help. Visit with a bank representative to make sure your accounts and services meet your current and future needs. Give us a call at 662-247-1454 and visit one of our friendly 25 branches or check out more at gbtonline.com. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. Accurate information, in-depth analysis, and clear insight, all in one place. The Gallo Radio Show with Paul Gallo. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from STMM Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Running a nonprofit or philanthropy can be difficult. So the Mississippi Alliance of Nonprofits and Philanthropy and title sponsor Volunteer Mississippi are hosting Sparking Hope in the Sector, a leadership conference to ignite hope, foster resilience, inspire innovation, and promote volunteerism within the nonprofit and philanthropic sector. If you're a leader, board member, volunteer, or changemaker within a nonprofit or philanthropy, join us on October 12th at the Jackson Convention Complex. Learn more and register at AllianceMS.org. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet Boom Products, Oil Gator, Oil Dry, Spill Kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. At Clinton Body Shops, we want you to know that after an accident, you have the right to choose where to get your repair. We're continuing to follow our founder's mission. The late John Mosley believed consumers deserve to have their vehicles returned to their pre-accident condition using OEM parts and OEM repair procedures. 
Therefore, we are continuing OEM training and certification with as many manufacturers as possible. In fact, we now have more certifications from more automakers than any shop in Mississippi. Auto accidents can be very stressful, and the last thing you need is a repair that devalues your car and makes it unsafe. Because you have the right to choose, tell your insurer you want a Clinton Body Shop repair. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com and, as John used to say, we really do take pride in perfection. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A university official has confirmed that a Southern Miss student has passed away after an incident in an on-campus parking garage on Thursday. No criminal activity is suspected, but university police are asking faculty and students to avoid the area where the incident occurred. In a message to USM staff, President Joe Paul stated, quote, To the students, family, and friends, I share in your grief. To the entire Southern Miss community, know that I and many, many others care for you, unquote. Student counseling services will offer assistance and walk-ins are welcome. Counselors will also be available on campus throughout the day Friday for those affected by the incident. And a summit man has been locked up for illegally possessing firearms after calling authorities to report that some of his guns had been stolen. Tommy Brister was arrested and booked into the Pike County Jail and charged with 17 counts of possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. For more information on the arrest, visit supertalk.fm. Huntington's disease is a devastating genetic disorder causing motor, cognitive, and psychiatric impairments. Over 30,000 Americans are living with HD with hundreds of thousands at risk. Early diagnosis and research are vital to provide hope amid no cure. Let's unite to end misconceptions, provide empathy and care for those living with Huntington's. Please help us raise awareness and hope for families battling Huntington's disease. Start by visiting helpforhd.org. That's help, the number four, hd.org. Did you know MDOT spends $3.2 million a year picking up litter? That's money we could use to maintain roads and bridges, patch potholes, and focus on improving Mississippi's infrastructure. It's our job to pick up litter, but it's your job not to litter. We can't do our job if you don't do yours. Visit goemdot.com slash don'ttrashms to learn ways you can help. Don't Trash Mississippi. Sponsored by the Mississippi Department of Transportation and aired by this station. Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. 
It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rolling into a third segment of In a Mississippi Minute, part five, with my pal Wesley Smith, prolific storyteller, dear friend. Superior Catfish is U.S. farm-raised catfish, homegrown flavor right here in Mississippi. Visit us online at superiorcatfish.com and get yourself hungry. Thinking about Visit Mississippi, like I've said, over and over and over, because we're celebrating all things Visit Mississippi right now, especially when you talk about the glorious music, and we're talking Lomax with my guest, Wesley Smith. All right, Wesley, we were just talking about being in prison, our inmates celebrating some music there and recording That's music right. in the Library of Congress. The Lomaxes are in their big big Fords or whatever they're in, and they, they got their <laughs> recording device in the back, and they're yeah. rolling down and documenting all this incredible music in its original form. That's right. I'm with so, you, so continue on. So, so to recap just where we were, in 59, yeah. Alan Lomax goes to Parchment, and he records a, a man named uh, James Carter sing Poe Lazarus, with, supported by other inmates who were on a work gang, chopping wood. And they've got the, I, I kind of want to build that visual for you there. Mm-hmm. They're chopping wood in time, singing together, right? And it, yeah. And, just that call and response. So years later in 2000, T-Bone Burnett, who's a great music producer, has done a million things. Um, he's working on the soundtrack for the Coen brothers for the movie, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And and if you have not seen that movie, I don't know what Woo! you're doing. See it. So it's, good. It's incredible. But it's set in Depression era, era Mississippi. And uh, T-Bone Burnett had remembered hearing Poe Lazarus listening to the Lomax archives a couple of years before. And he thought it might he thought that song might fit. So movie's a huge hit, but the soundtrack was a smash. And most of this music is are songs from, you know, 90 years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and we talked about Dan Zeminski did uh, Man of Constantara. Yep. And it was like hearing a modern rock record. You know what I mean? It created that feeling. And it does in the movie, too, intentionally. You know, I love how you've described that. And defined it because that's the truth. It transcends when a record like that is so it's something about it. Like think about Willie Nelson. He transcended a genre, you know, that's Um, right. He broke off, broke the walls down. Chris Stapleton's done it now. You know, there's artists that come along in our time that do it. And that song with Dan, I mean, I said, Dan, think about it. And Dan goes, just hit the ball, Steve. We're on the golf course. You know, he's, he's so humble, you know, and he, right. He always hit the ball. Yeah, he never gives his guitar playing credit, and he's truly one of the probably the top five flat pickers that are alive today. You know, so I love how how humble he is. But anyway, it's it's what makes him great. Part of the deal. That's so, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, wonderful. So, so the the record. Um, now think about this. The movie was hit. Soundtrack's a monster. Only one track. Uh, only one song on the soundtrack. The highest it reached uh, on the charts was number thirty five. But the soundtrack was certified eight times platinum. It sold over eight million copies. So, again, we're in a thing where yeah. we talked about this some. What makes it to the radio? And there's a lot of great things on the radio, but there's a whole lot more that never makes it to the radio that is incredible music. Well, um, so, so so you'll know I don't have to be me till Monday. My first hit was my first real hit because I'd had some top, I think, 50 or four, top 40 before that in the mid-90s, but uh, we don't want to talk about that. But this was my first real big hit, top 
and it went number two. So during right. this period when that was out, that's when Lost Highway had this record out. So I was in the car with a lot of the reps that were trying to get that record on the radio, right? Mm -hmm. um, when Allison Krauss had records worked, they would use my promotion staff at Mercury Records to work her records. So right. there was always this tug because she was a little bit on the other side. You know what I mean? Like she represented the world as well. And so right. uh, she so it's funny that it went 35 because the movie carried the weight. Right. It became That's such right. a big movie. Uh, and it, 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 it's amazing, though. But looking back, you've got me talking about a dot that I connected. I became friends with Dan, started playing a lot of golf with Dan. I've been on stage with Dan so many times I can't remember now. And the bottom line was I was in the car before I knew Dan. And they were talking and discussing this album and how it was starting to sell. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I well, was, was I was in surprise. Phoenix, Arizona. I remember. All of them. Yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. And it's such, I mean, I don't know, music is such an important part of our lives, whether you think about it, uh, uh, you know, in that context or not. But but it, it's woven so well into this movie. Uh, and and T-Bone Burnett did a great job. But so anyway, the, the album becomes a monster smash. And. When the movie opens, the first scene is a is a like a chain gang working on a highway. Mm. And T Bone had remembered hearing Poe Lazarus Lazarus from the Lomax archives, and he pulled that song. It is James Carter and the Parchment Prisoners singing it. When you hear the movie, they've got actors, you know, playing the thing, but the audio you're hearing is the actual recording uh, from '59 that Lomax did. Wow! So they're they're on a chain gang in the movie, and they're hammering rocks. They're not chopping wood. Yeah. And they're along a highway and that horrible Mississippi heat and humidity, you know, <laughs> uh, and it was just amazing. So when the record goes eight times platinum, well, with record sales come royalties and both the album's producers and the Lomax archive wanted to pay James Carter his portion if he was still alive. Like that's, he was part of that soundtrack. That was a very pivotal moment in the movie. Um, and it was the right thing to do if they could find him, this mm -hmm. man who had been in parchment prison in 1959 to record this. So they hire a private detective. They search prison records, parole bo board files, other documents, and they get an uh, investigative reporter involved, too. And they find James Carter. He was alive and well at the time. This is 2000, right? He was in his mid-70s. Mm -hmm. He was living in Chicago, Illinois. He was not aware of the movie at all. He had not seen the movie, didn't know any of this was going on. He barely remembered Lomax at all or that Lomax made the recordings. And he was flabbergasted that he was one of the singers on a multi-platinum album. Can you wow. imagine somebody wow. knocks on your door? So yeah. Carter, Carter, they paid him his royalties <laughs> and they flew him. It was the first time he'd ever been on, the, on a plane, flew him for the first time in his life to Los Angeles for the Grammy Awards show. <laughs> I love it. That's now, awesome. think about this. In 1958, 59, he is a prisoner. This is a world and a lifetime away from yeah. Parchment Prison to the Grammy Awards in L.A. But on, on his singing. Well, by the time by the time Alan recorded James Carter, John Lomax, his dad, had been dead for over a decade. But John's final trip to record back in Mississippi was in 1948. And John came from Texas. And Alan from, came from New York. Alan was living in New York. And the two of them were booked to address the Travelers Club banquet in, here in, in Greenville, uh, in the Delta. Mm. And they had planned afterwards to record once again. They were going to go back to Parchment. They'd not been on the road together for quite a while. Alan's kind of taken over. John's semi-retired. He was friends with Hodding Carter. And Hodding Carter, who was the Pulitzer Prize winning uh, 
publisher of the Delta Democrat Times, the paper in Greenville. He had invited John back and John said, I'll come back, but you got to get Alan to come back. I hadn't seen Alan in a while and, and we'll meet in Green, Greenville. So John comes and and he's welcomed at the train station downtown, uh, Hiding Carter and some other folks, and they take him to the Hotel Greenville. And for you, Steve, that's the Delta Towers apartments now downtown. That's oh, the sure. Hotel Greenville, yeah. just a block or two from it. Yeah. And they all go up to the room and they're uh Alan gets there and John's there and Hotting Carter and others. And while they're they're in the room, I think they're actually having a drink in the room, telling stories. And John John Lomax has a stroke. And they rush him a few more blocks over to the King's Daughters, King's Daughters Hospital. Wow. And he passed away on on uh, Monday, January twenty sixth. He was he was eighty years old. Wow, crazy. So over the course of, of, of lifetimes of, of work collecting this music, they John and Alan together and separately would record thousands of musicians and songs. And in the process, they preserved the roots of American music. And their work with Lead Belly, Muddy Waters, Jelly Roll Morton, Woody Guthrie, mm. Pete Seeger, Burl Ives, just artists after Burl artists. Ives, wow, the, one of the greatest Christmas records of all time. Exactly. Also, yeah, yeah, dude, Rudolph, Red Nosed Reindeer, Burl Ives. That's right. Well, wow. he, and he was—he was Big Daddy on Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. That's right. That's right. What a voice! Mississippi connection. Wow. Um, countless so other artists whose names we 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 don't know as well. But I mean, from a certain point of view, this is one of the greatest gifts ever given to the United States of America that they recorded all this. It's it's so important. They preserve the sounds of cultures that have all but disappeared as, as you know, as the mass media kind of connected us all and everything. Our, our regionalism became more of a, a total American culture. But years after John Lomax died in Greenville, Alan Lomax would return at least one more time that I'm aware of. On October 21st, 1978, Freedom Village right outside of town was the site of the first Mississippi Delta Blues and Heritage Festival which is now the longest continuously running blues festival in the world. And an audience of 3,500 was present that first year, and it would only grow from there. And Alan Lomax, who had traveled so many thousands of miles with his father, chronicling folk music, would return to Greenville in another role. He was the MC for the first Delta Blues Fest. He had that, still had that connection to the area. Incredible. And think about this, Steve, because, you know, we talk about Visit Mississippi and the Blues Trail and the Country Music Trail and the Civil Rights Trail, all, all these things that, that we tell our story finally to the world because there's, there's this interest. But Alan comes back, does the first festival with the, the Mississippi in general and the, and the Delta, too, was just starting to view its own music as culturally significant, something uh, worth you're celebrating kidding. and preserving. And this would, would have never happened. This was a position John and Alan Lomax had championed their whole lifetimes, that this needs to be preserved. And they and they did. Wow. And I shall If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. 
I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. Why are we on this planet? Did God create us just to work the nine to five grind and crash for the weekend? No, our Creator wants to use us, you and me, to give back to others. You can be a part of God's bringing restoration to a fallen world by donating or volunteering, or both, at Gateway Rescue Mission right here in Jackson. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. If you're a contractor, you know that time is money. And that's why Ace Bolt and Screw does everything they can to save you time and money. Ace Bolt and Screw is home to millions of fasteners, thousands of tools, and hundreds of supplies pros need to get the job done right. Beyond the tools and fasteners, Ace Bolt and Screw has the people you need. Their friendly, knowledgeable team is ready to help you save money and get you on your way fast. Ace Bolt and Screw, three convenient Jackson area locations to serve you. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Brace yourself. A hotter-than-usual flu season is headed our way. Protect yourself and your family from the flu at TrustCare, where flu shots are free with most insurance plans. We're open seven days a week and evenings with convenient locations near you. So trust the flu experts. Get your shot in 15 minutes or less. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule a flu shot for you or your family member today. That's TrustCareHealth.com. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. America's largest block party, Cruising the Coast, is back October 1st through 8th, celebrating its 27th anniversary with nonstop fun and entertainment from Moss Point to Bay St. Louis on the Gulf Coast. Middays with Gerard Gibbert will be there with our friends from the Coastal Mississippi Tourism Bureau on Wednesday at the Biloxi Town Green. Rated the number one car show in the country by USA Today, so don't miss a minute of America's largest blog party. For more information, visit CoastalMississippi.com. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWGEmployerServices.com. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Hi, I'm Steve Azar. 
grateful for you all tuning in, reminding you that, that my pals, my good friends at Superior Catfish, is homegrown catfish right here produced in Mississippi. Where else? Go to superiorcatfish.com. With my pal Wesley Smith, prolific storyteller, dear friend. There, there's wow. a great interview with Alan. I, uh, I'd have to find it again. If I can find it, I'll send it to you. But uh, I think CBS or maybe CBS Sunday Morning or something did with him years ago. And he talks about um, all of the music that he he or his dad recorded that were found by folk artists and rock artists in the 60s and the 70s and became monster hits. Some of them we talked about er earlier today. But he said, you know, out of all those songs, maybe two or three hundred have been recorded. And I have thousands, thousands in the archives that have not been brought to a wider audience or sitting in the archives. I mean, think what diamonds have to be in there oh, unrecorded. There's, it's got to be, well, it, chances are there's so many diamonds. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've got to be in there. You know, you look, at, you look at how they dedicated their lives to this and what drove them. I mean, you think about what drives all of us in our art form and, and artists to do crazy things, right? Yes. Uh, but so educated, right? Uh, you know, the education of a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, anywhere in between, but he dedicates his life to preserving this art form. It's, it's amazing. And then, like you said, it puts it in perspective to me that when did we decide to celebrate that all this music was coming from here? Like, yeah. if, if not for them, and they were going all over the country, right? They were celebrating it. You said Irish in New York. And you said, so they were pretty much traveling the country and and they gave us the kudos. Is that sort of the well? That was it. They started. They kind of started with us. Alan would go on and record in the Caribbean and parts of Europe. He, exactly. he ended up recording folk music worldwide. Uh, it, it's just it's just amazing. I, I can't really express how important I think that is that we have that. You know, it's like Dickens novels or or you know Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. uh, to have that preservation of it where we can still enjoy it. And, and of course, all these themes are universal um, over time, but you should go or, or the audience, if you have any interest, look, look up Alan Lomax and, and John. There's just, there's just a ton on them and you, you'll be amazed at, at whatever you're into or music you like that you can trace back to, to them doing this preservation work. And, and John work too from Fisk university was incredibly important. I, I can tell you how it affected our son's track. Well, brother, where art thou? That movie. I think that was the movie musical. He was a li little boy, you know. That was the right. movie where he saw music making such an impact on the film, and that they were intertwined, and they had to happen together, right? Yeah. I mean, almost like it was dialogue. The music. Yes. Right. It's like a character that moves the story. It's what he's always done in his films, and his you know his film, The Banality, which we hope is going to go ahead and get distributed. It has this great film success in the film world. It, you know, as if you if you rate it is he's done really well around the country. With that said, the music is so important and key to his to his film. It's just part of the dialogue, like I said, and it, that movie you're talking about so that you can trace that all the way back to Lomax with my even my son. And that's that's yeah. just interesting how that just continues to inspire. Yes, everything, everything affects everything after uh, it's just it's just amazing. That's why it's fun to go back and make these connections. You Gosh, can really you can really see if you look how one thing influenced another, you know, directly. Yeah. You you talk about our trail marker system. You know, I'm blessed and so grateful to have one in front of Jim's Cafe where it was really mattered to me. Uh, that street gave me a stage. Right. There were clubs, yeah. Thunderbirds and the list goes on. But 
um, that allowed me to play music and, and be inspired and, and, and give me a place to learn. Right. So, and the, the Delta itself did. Right. So with that said, the, this trail marker system is incredible because we were all in, were you with us, Wesley, when we went to Jerry Lee's? Yes. Was that crazy? Was that crazy? You know, and then of course he had had a stroke and, and he wasn't looking great. He had great spirits and Marty starts to play. Stuart starts to play and he starts to sing with him. And just the yep. power of that and that room, we were in that room that day. I, I walked out of there cold. I was frozen. And I felt like, you know, because we're kids growing up and knowing who Jerry Lee Lewis is and to be in there and and uh, uh, to be comrades with him in a way. And also uh, see what these trail markers are doing. You know, he was so grateful. Yes. You know, yeah. and. And you're, you're honoring your artists who should be honored and, and you're doing it in a way that future generations can see. And you're also. And this makes me so happy about Mississippi. It's Mississippi recognizing Mississippians. Well, the bottom line is we have been. Mississippi's really learned how to celebrate itself, like you said. And that is so important. I can't thank you all enough for tuning in. Visit Mississippi.org is is a place where you can definitely check out all of these trail marker systems that are are stretched as far as here to Liverpool. Uh, And it's just an amazing uh, thing to follow. Uh, appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. My pals at Superior Catfish, U.S. farm-raised catfish, with homegrown flavor right here in Mississippi. Clear my throat. I apologize, but hey, I'm craving some catfish right now. Remember, there's catfish and there's Superior Catfish. Go to superiorcatfish.com and tell them I sent you. I'm Steve Azar with my pal Wesley Smith. Wesley, you're the best, buddy. You're the best. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. I'm still trying to find Hey, hey folks, Steve Azar here. And like my song says, I'm still trying to find my way around. So wherever life takes you, Guarantee Bank is here to help. Visit with a bank representative to make sure your accounts and services meet your current and future needs. Give us a call at 662-247-1454 and visit one of our friendly 25 branches or check out more at gbtonline.com. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.